hello from a enthusiastic curious point of view um today this episode that i'm going to be making on is about the pandemic of saying sorry and how i tell people that i love that i don't want to be apologized to all the time first of all it's always kind of felt like manipulation to me um because a lot of people tell me sorry when i know that they're not remorseful um I also know that's a trauma response, or I'm going to be speaking about that, speaking about um, how sometimes I've been picking up sorry more often, and how I just do it so I get out of conflict, um, psychology behind sorry, and then a um, responses from some other strangers from the interwebs about how and why they say sorry for things, or why their partners say sorry for things, why their parents apologize for things. So very often, um, this is a very intricate topic because in society i feel like capitalism definitely has us in this thing and i i never talked about capitalism and fucking capitalism um so often until i came to a farm and i'm learning about homesteading and now i'm around these people who are very estranged from capitalism and that want to live this way in the woods and want to raise life in a way outside of caring about social status about caring about how they look about all these things and it's i love it i i absolutely freaking love it i'm not saying fuck capitalism in the way that i want communism i don't think communism is any better than capitalism because both of them are very um highly potent figures of life ways of being human and i think that um one day we'll find a better way Um, But within that, a lot of things circle back to freaking capitalism, and this is one of them. And that is the pandemic of saying freaking sorry every single time we make a human mistake. So, um, I will first give background. So, the first time I started hearing, also this is going to circle around to um, the topic of shame and gaslighting, which is a very fascinating three things that I'm learning about within other humans, within myself, within my family members, and it's something that I am very, very potently into speaking about because of how harmful um, all three things go hand in hand and how they hurt one another. Um, And so, yeah, um, as I always give a disclaimer, this is a very um, casual podcast. I'm not saying that I have all the answers. I'm just speaking from my point of view of being one human on this planet. And right now, there are... an incredible amount of flies in my cabin um just because we live on a farm and there's stinky stuff everywhere there's an en- entire amount of flies that i've never experienced before in my life and i have to leave my door open sometimes during the day because it gets so hot in this cabin because it's a winter cabin and so um there is like 12 flies flying around in my small cabin right now and it makes me want to lose my mind but it's also teaching me patience and within this I might be speaking about last time I talked to my therapist about shame and about anger and about different things um, that I'm learning but thank you for tuning in and thank you for being you and thank you for showing up how you need to be you don't need to be a poetic person you don't need to be this or that just be you and people will see you as poetry within who you are or however they choose to see you one thing that's becoming my pet peeve and it's something that I judge within myself is when people don't show up authentically. When people feel like they have to be perfect, it's one of my biggest pet peeves where they're like, they need control and they need to be this perfect, perfect person in order to prove to themselves or in order to prove to others. And I judge it because I used to do it myself and now I don't do it anymore where 
even living in a community of people where I live on a farm with at one point 10 others um, it's a little bit of a smaller number now but in the beginning I thought I had to show up in this perfect form to prove to these people that I was something that honestly I wasn't and now some days I wake up and I don't wash my face and I literally am just sweaty and nasty throughout the day and they still love me because they do the exact same thing and I love people that can be so messy I love people that can wake up and look not societally perfect and they love that about themselves and that's something that I love about myself is showing up however I want to show up during that day I don't have to show up in any picture perfect scenario because I am messy and that is beautiful so jumping into our topic um this was like two years ago my favorite summer ever I I always think about going back to that time and reminiscing on how I wasn't more potently intertwined with way that I loved the world at that moment I loved being alone I loved exploring and I was doing all these new things and then I had a really rough patch of anxiety which I always speak about on here as well because it was a complete turning point of my existence um and so I watched this TikTok and it was like stop apologizing for your existence and I was like oh fuck yeah no I do that um and it was something that entirely was a pivot for me again we're living for pivots also being human and I might get into that later if I remember that um and so I started um stop apologizing for every single thing bumping into somebody doing or making a mistake and so people started getting really triggered when I didn't apologize all the time and they found me arrogant for not apologizing and I was like no I did not do that on purpose therefore I will not be apologizing for my simple mistake of humanness unless I fucking hurt you in a way that I know that I hurt you I will not be apologizing for my existence and um though I've been with a lot of people romantically and friendships that apologize for their whole entire existence and so I try to remind them I'm like hey I do not want you to say sorry for every single thing and they're like I can't help it that's what I do and I'm like I don't want you apologizing for your existence I know it's part of our culture to do that but a when you just say sorry to me when I share a traumatic experience or I'm saying something to you it makes me feel like you don't know what else to say and that you're not trying or you're not listening to me first of all um and second of all it just feels like you are like just trying to get out of a situation and when I am in a connection with people I want to be heard and I want to be seen often we just apologize because we don't know what else to say to that person so I'd rather that person say hey I don't know what else to say um but I want to give you my attention or whatever um, also, we apologize because we think that it's going to get us out of conflict. Oftentimes in childhood, we would say, oh, I'm so sorry for another person's emotions. And that's what I always did is when, a, when one of my parents would lash out, I would apologize thinking that it was my fault when it clearly was not my fault. It was just them having a bad day, but they wouldn't take accountability. And so therefore, I felt bad that everybody else's emotions were mine to apologize for. And so also realizing that. So now, um, before I came to this farm... Um, I tried saying as much as possible instead of saying sorry for bumping in or for being late I'd say thank you for being patient with me thank you for understanding thank you for trying one more time with me things like that instead of saying sorry Um, and I'm surrounded by a lot more people that say sorry for their existence and so I am learning compassion for the word sorry again and um, I can't explain to every single person or expect them to completely change their narrative around the word sorry and so I'm getting a new perspective on it 
And within that, I'm also doing research, and I, again, I'm realizing how it ties, it ties into them being gaslit, them being gaslighters, um, how sorry is a form of manipulation, how it's a form of emotional immaturity sometimes, and why within that as well, it's also a form of emotional maturity because as kids, we were told by our parents that we had to apologize to our siblings. We had to look them in the eye and say sorry until we meant it. At least that's how it was for me. And so that would teach us remorse and that would teach us guilt. Um, but now we also use it as a form of manipulation towards other human beings. So here we are talking about the word sorry. Um, let me flip to my page. I was at a farmer's market the other day and I was so ecstatic because I was like, oh my God, this is such a good topic. And um, I loved the name, the pandemic of the word sorry. So here's some research and here's also my point of view more. So many people apologize for their existence. Um, just said that like three different times. People do that all the time. We as children apologize for our parents' actions because they didn't take accountability for their emotions spoke on that as well when someone um feels like a bad person they will say sorry a lot when they feel guilty or shameful they will say sorry a lot and often their parents made them feel guilty or shameful for feeling what they felt or doing what they did and so they learn to say apology or saying apology they learn to apologize just out of um mere habit um words that just roll off their tongue also when people feel ashamed for not being perfect I know a lot of people, again, that need to be perfect, and so they will say sorry a lot when they are not absolutely perfect. And one thing that I am communicating to people um, while living in a community setting is that um, I'm a very patient person. I would like to think of myself as that, um, and people have their own points of views on how patience is and how patience will be. Um, but when somebody makes a mistake here, I remind them that they are human and I am not going to judge them for making a mistake, whether that's messing up a feed or that's messing up while we milk. I'm just like, hey, I would expect or I would hope that you could be patient enough with me to say, it's okay, you made a human mistake um, and to not yell at me because I don't know any better. And so I will do the same towards you. If you make a mistake, I'm not going to sit there and yell at you because A, that's not my place. B, I'm not that kind of person. And C, it's human. Um, and so I will literally just say, and I've had a few people on the farm say, I appreciate the most in you because you are patient with me and you don't make me feel bad for not knowing something or for making a mistake. And I'm like, yeah, I've been there. I've done that. And I have literally cried over not being perfect. Um, and so now I have that most, that most potent connection with myself of knowing that, fuck yeah, I'm going to make so many mistakes. And other people are going to guilt me for it. And the biggest thing I can do for myself is just say, I am not perfect and I will make mistakes and that's perfectly okay. And I, somebody else is going to treat me when I make a mistake as a reflection of them and not of me. So don't feel bad for making mistakes. You don't need to apologize for that to say, thank you so much for not losing your cool. Thank you so much for understanding. Thank you so much for, um, you know, being patient in entirety, however else you want to say that. Um, people also think that by saying sorry that they can avoid conflict again. Um, so let's say you run into somebody and if you don't say sorry, the person might be like, get the fuck out of my way. You know, they might yell at you and it's like, if you say sorry, maybe they'll just be like, oh, it's okay. Um, and so you think that saying sorry is going to get you out of a fight with somebody. 
Um, and sometimes that's true when you're around abusive people, but people that love you and that aren't emotionally, mentally, or physically abusive, they will not make you feel that way. Um, so I hope you can get to a place in your life where you don't have to apologize um, for doing simple things like bumping into one another. Um, the other thing is instead of saying, when somebody does hurt you and they apologize, don't say it's okay. Say, I accept your apology and stand stand stern because when you say it's okay they think that it's okay for them to do that again subconsciously and so you just want to say I accept your apology I either need more time before we can interact again or I don't want you in my life anymore but I accept your apology things like that there's many different roads and paths to beckon on um within that the next is um people say sorry a lot when they've grown up around violence and I um, I'm a person who's working through trauma and I attract people with similar trauma. That's why um, that's like a beautiful and a, sometimes a hard thing because I trauma bond with people really, really easily. And sometimes when you trauma bond really, really easily, it also can blow up really, really big um, because vulnerability is fucking terrifying for both parties. And like, for instance, the last partner I was with, um, I communicated my feelings and he was like, I can't be vulnerable with you anymore. And to me, that made no sense. Um, but to him, it made sense because he was vulnerable and it felt like, actually, I still don't understand, but I have compassion from where he was trying to come from. And I might not completely understand his perspective, but at least I tried to hear him out. And I said, that's okay. Um, but I really don't want you to take your, take your vulnerability away just because um, we're seeing things in a different perspective right now. I hope you don't close yourself off because of this one situation. And if you do, I cannot judge you for that. Um, so yeah, um, and this is getting into manipulation. So saying sorry a lot is a form of manipulation. It forces the other person to feel sorry for you or for feeling sorry for them. So if you say, so again, I've been with people romantically and just in friendships where they're like, I'm so sorry. Um, and so it automatically makes me feel like I have to feel bad for them because of feeling remorseful when in reality, I don't have to feel bad for shit. Like last night I felt kind of bad. We had like, um, a little get together for somebody's birthday here. Um, and I was feeling very emotional. Um, uh, I felt emotionally attacked for some reason. I just felt emotionally drained and I was just like, my people pleasing was just like, I need to say, because it's somebody's birthday celebration, I you know that'd be a shitty thing for me to do but something in me was like I need to get out of here I need to process my emotions so I literally sat in the front pasture with some goats while it was raining and it was foggy here in Washington I turned on Rosalind and had a little moment and I just sobbed in the rain and it felt so good and I after that I was like I don't feel emotionally ready to sit and talk to anybody the rest of the night and so I didn't and I just went back in did some dishes and I left with my friend and we just sat in my cabin and watched a movie we didn't really talk we didn't really have to talk because we both felt emotionally drained and it was beautiful and so I was really scared to go back because I thought somebody was going to say sorry be like oh was I too much and I would have been like oh no 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 when in reality um like when you say sorry for simple things like um not simple things. I'm trying to find ways of wording this without sound, it sounding judgmental. And if it comes out judgmental, that's your perspective. Um, that's also me judging myself. But um, it's a form of manipulation to just always say sorry because it makes the other person get smaller and say, oh no, it's okay. Like, it's okay. 
when somebody says sorry to me, I don't say it's okay. And I like when people just keep apologizing for their existence, I don't say it's okay anymore. Um, or I'm trying not to, and I don't say I accept your apology. I just am silent because I'm trying to not enforce the word sorry in people anymore. Um, because the gaslighters in my life did say sorry a lot and people that apologize for everything I'm very weary of because people that have extremely hurt me were people that said sorry for every single thing. And so that's a red flag for me personally, my opinion. Um, and an indirect way of upsurring power and acting weak so that the other person can back off. So it's also ways of when you're in a situation with a manipulator or a gaslighter or a narcissist, they will say, oh, well, I'm sorry. And then you'd be like, oh, you're remorseful. Now I should forgive you for just doing the absolutely most shitty thing towards me. And so it upsurs, it uproots this thing in, in which they look like they're being this sweet person when in reality, they're testing your waters to see how you're going to react to them being remorseful for the future. Um, and it makes you back off from the situation for them to have the upper hand. And I'm not to say that you need to get very defensive or close off, but just be aware of this behavior. Um, excuse me. I just broke right into the microphone. I hope you guys enjoyed that. <laughs> um, people are scared of being a burden, so they also apologize. They're like, oh shit, if I don't apologize, people are going to hate me. And I think that if they apologize, people are going to like them more because they can blend in more. Um, I think that's how my mind worked before. Um, and switching sorry's to thank yous, which I've already speak, spoken about, speaking about. Um, saying thank yous for things in general. I feel like there's so much more connections that I can make from the word sorry to gaslighters and to narcissists and for shame in general. And I had it the other morning. I woke up and I was like, I'm going to make this podcast. And so I sat with some goats on our, this big rock and I outlooked our road. Um, what we have is big field on the other side. And I made a very beautiful podcast, except I had to cut it off because I had to rush it because I had a tour to do. And so instead, I started to get tired and these flies are all over me. But instead, I just rushed it and I didn't get my full thought out. And so I lost it. And that's completely okay as well. Um, and within this, I want to talk about more shame that's coming up for me. Um, I... <laughs> I don't know. I love speaking these things because it makes somebody else feel less lonely. And if I can make anybody feel less alone, that's all they want to do in this human existence. And I feel so ashamed for having this podcast. I don't know if I've actually uploaded a podcast where I said this, but I'm feeling very guilty for my emotions lately. I'm feeling very guilty for the way that I show up in the world, whether I post too much on Instagram or post not enough on Instagram, whether I could post more on TikTok or less on TikTok or being more of a good person and as I say this my blood is starting to boil I'm starting to get pissed off at myself I'm starting to get impatient I want to scream I want to rip off my clothes I want to just cry and um so yeah I've just been feeling really really guilty for and I'm losing followers on this podcast right now because I've been feeling so guilty about not posting enough or posting too much or being too much or posting things that maybe aren't socially acceptable and so yeah, I just want to let you guys know that even the internet presence, I have been struggling. Um, life has been absolutely fucking beautiful, though. I've just been struggling off and on with certain things that anybody struggles with. And I will never 
in the past I used to be like oh it's going to be okay and it's okay for it to not be okay right now right in this moment I do not feel okay and um that's completely allowed so I hope that you honor yourself and allow yourself to also also um be fucking messy and stop apologizing for your simple existence simple yet complex existence um i've also sometimes i slur my words and sometimes i have a speech impediment and sometimes um all these things where i just i'm just like i'm stupid i'm dumb i'm too much i i'm i've been really hard on myself lately um within everything within the way that i show up in the world within the way my body looks the way that i speak to people am i really worthy of love am i really worthy of romantic connection am i really all these things and um this is just the simplest way for me to get them out for you guys and i'm scared people are going to listen to this and absolutely fucking hate my guts for the things that i say and i'm scared of my family listening to this and being upset at me and i'm scared of past lovers listening to this and then being like well fuck you and you know all these things and it's all because i'm trying to live for other people's influence and i've always had a hard time and i cannot make a decision without getting somebody else's opinion for the except for clothes or like posting on instagram but other than that i need multiple people's opinions for me to make any kind of decision in life and that's something that i also hold a lot of shame around and i hold a lot of shame around um not being perfect like i was just speaking about i don't like one of the other people need to be perfect but also within that when i don't show up in a perfect way i feel like that person's going to use that error of my existence against me because it's been done um and so just saying out loud to myself fuck it all literally fuck it all a wise person once told me that also ended up becoming a lover and ending up bad was that live for the story you only live once live for um yeah basically live for the fucking story like if you just live for the plot live for the pivot live for the thing that you'll be able to say when you're old like do you want to tell your this might sound judgmental it's gonna come out the way it's gonna come out though um i'm also very judgmental over myself being judgmental sometimes (laughs) everything's unfolding right now and this is a very honest podcast episode um i feel very um Actually, I think I lost my thought. I'm still yawning a lot. I usually start yawning when I am feeling emotionally drained. Um, I might flash somebody. <laughs> my skirt is like completely out, or like you know what I mean. Um, but yeah, I feeling feeling feelings is entirely difficult, and um. Oh, the thing I think I was going to say is um, living for the story. Would you rather live and tell your grandkids that you lived life playing it small or that you lived life playing it large? Um, For my generation, when I tell people what I've been doing the past six months at my age, um, they're like, what? Like, you're not in college. You're not living with your parents. I'm like, no. And they're like, was it your choice? And I'm like, yeah, it was my choice. I am a collection of my own decisions um, and also circumstances, but it's not like I did any of this against my will. Some of it kind of, little things, um, but a lot of things I chose to. I chose to move out at 18. 
I chose to live with a friend that became more than a friend. I chose to have that situation not become great. I chose to get a one-way ticket to where I'm living now. I chose to spend three days with a specific person that I'd never met before and live with him for a few days. Um, I chose to live on this farm where I am right now and that I've been loving and dealing with a lot of emotions that I've been hating. Um, all these things all at once. Um, and I can't say that anybody else did this to me. I did it to myself. And that's something that I always hated hearing. But within that, I won't take any of the pain back. I even though like the other day I was literally crying in my room sobbing and I was literally contemplating moving back home and that's the last place I want to be right now is around family members that have hurt me in the past because I haven't processed my family trauma I haven't processed trauma that happened two months ago with a friend lover I haven't processed trauma that happened um also two months ago with another friend lover so I had like two friend lover situationships that happened where um that created internalized trauma where stuff from my childhood happened within them and then um speaking to my family and being like wow there's a lot of unprocessed stuff and I also think that I had to process before I talk to them they don't need to other thing is I think I'm a self-improvement project where if I don't show up and constantly looking for lessons and how to fix myself then I also feel like a fucking worthless piece of shit um and this is just me this podcast is literally gonna gonna be me being honest about the way I feel about myself and just admitting it to the internet because I know people fucking feel the same way out there and I'm sure I sound so hard on myself and that's also allowed and I think that if I had had a friend here right now they'd be like you're fucking awesome so I'm just gonna tell myself that now because I'm fucking awesome and that all of this is allowed to be felt and I blame a lot of it on capitalism because we're constantly comparing ourselves to one another because people in the government capitalize off of our insecurities. And maybe it's also just part of the human conditioning that's suffering and judgment. Suffering definitely is part of the human conditioning, but does judgment fall under suffering? And if so, were we born, born judgmental beings or were we, were we made that way or were the changes of how evolutionary patterns happened within human beings? And I feel judgment over the way that I think too deeply because the last person I was with romantically was telling one of my friends that I think too deeply and I can't do surface level conversations and that's not okay that I don't know how to just be surface level. And so now I judge myself that I'm constantly looking for deep connections and thoughts and patterns and that's something that I loved about myself before and I feel judgmental for all these things people don't like within me. So fuck that. Um, I am simply learning how to be okay within my own expression and my own existence without the need for others' approval, and that's going to take fucking time, and I don't need to be okay with it right now. I'm allowed to hate it. I'm allowed to have all these feelings against it. I'm allowed to feel arrogant. I'm allowed to feel depressive and sad, and I was also with a lover who did not like sadness and so I remember one night feeling being really really sad and depressed and her being like um and I don't hold judgment anymore but it really hurt this time when that happened where um she was like you're making me feel guilty because you're sad and so now when I feel sad I feel guilty um because I took that on and I don't want to blame anybody except for myself because I took it on um I'm not going to be like well it's their fault 
no, I chose subconsciously to take it on. It's something that I'm learning for myself. And so I've also been told that I'm too poetic in my speech and that now I judge myself within that. And so all these unfolding things that when I really sit down and question why I judge that about myself, it's because somebody else told me that I should judge it about me. And so it wasn't something that was originally from my vessel, from my extension of the universe, for from somebody else feeling that way about themselves and expressing it towards me and so that I can let it go. It's being brought up for a reason. Everything is simply brought up for a reason. And so, yeah. I've also had a, a person tell me that we're not scared because I, I told this person I do not like conflict. And so we had like a three-hour conversation on a car ride where he was just like, you are not scared of other people being mad at you. You're scared of being mad at yourself because if you don't have yourself, you have no one. You're not scared of other people like your parents being disappointed in you. It's when your parents prove to you that you should be disappointed in yourself. That's what you're scared of. A lot of people are also really scared of um, communication because we're going to show the other person a part of themselves they don't want to see. And so I've been asking some people when we have conflict and we don't speak about it, I will let it be for a few weeks. I'll say, okay, um, I'm going to give it time to air out and I'm going to keep my distance from them. And then when it starts becoming a problem, I'm going to say, hey, my communication style is to openly communicate about our feelings. And if you cannot do that, I'm going to need a break and we can communicate when you are ready for that. And if you're not ready for that, that's perfectly okay. I just cannot be in a tight-knit connection with you because we are not communicating. Um, I was always told that I'm passive-aggressive because I don't show my anger outwardly. And, excuse me, that used to always be a trigger of mine. And then I realized that within myself when I started being around passive-aggressive people. But I also don't think I'm passive-aggressive. I just don't show anger, anger outwardly. And that was not accepted in one of my connections either. Where if I didn't yell when the other person was mad at me and if I didn't yell back, that was not me, quote-unquote, processing my emotions. And so I felt like I couldn't process my emotions because... When I wanted to process them, it wasn't in the way that that person that I was with processed. And we became the same person. So I judged myself for becoming this other person that's not me in order to survive. But within that, it was because I was trying to survive. And I'm scared of people seeing me as manic. And I'm scared of people seeing me as mentally ill and different and weird. And I am different and weird. And I love that about myself. And I have since I was a child. Yesterday, I was wearing an outfit that child like me would have absolutely fucking loved. I wore random jewelry, I wore random shirts with, I wore polka dotted shirts with checkered pants, and I wore these bright colored, bright purple and bright yellow converse, and these bright teal um, keens, and none of my outfits made sense, but I was so proud of myself, and the way that I showed up, and I remember dancing in the mirror when I was a child, and I'm like, I want to be her, because she's fucking rad, and I don't need to be who others want me to be. And that's so hard to digest and to take care of and to really think and feel and process because it makes me so infuriated with everyone that I've ever loved, within the love that I have for myself and the lack thereof within both parties. And I can sit here and I can blame others, but again, it's because I've internalized their perspective because of gaslighting that I've dealt with as a child. And so all I can do is just be patient now and honor that it's okay to not be okay and that I don't need to be this perfect person that I don't I also break my own heart because 
I've been with people that aren't very patient with me and I'm not a judgmental person in the way that if you tell me something that's socially weird I'm not going to be like oh that's fucking weird I'm going to say okay that's a perspective I don't know but cool if that's something that you do go you um and I've had people I've literally had two lovers in my life that they were sobbing and they were angry and they're like I'm so sorry for lashing out at you and I would continue to say it's okay it's okay and I would hold them when they would cry but they couldn't fully hold me when I you know needed emotional stability and um I break my own heart because I crave acknowledgement and I will accept connections that don't fully acknowledge me and I'll say it's good enough because at least I'm getting some ounce of love and that is not okay I deserve so much more because I give so much in my opinion and everybody will say that they'll say I give so much and so it's depending on your so muchness equaling up to somebody else's so muchness and sometimes maybe it's just part of our lives to love somebody more than they love us and maybe it's not and maybe I don't know and maybe that's okay to not know as well I feel like I'm reading off a novel or poetry book and um I feel like Shakespeare I don't know why I feel like I should turn this into a play the confused human being spiraling in the course of the Earth's atmosphere, floating through space and time. <laughs> and I feel like in the past I found ver I like I I just can't do the new age spirituality anymore. It just doesn't resonate with me and I did it for so long, but now it feels very culty to me. And so I'm scared that people in my past thought that I was culty and so now I've been around people that are more, I'm attracting those kind of people that I used to be, and they're very cult-like, like, I've literally talked to people that are in cults, and I'm like, what the fuck is going on, but I'm like, whoa, like, whoa, I, I can't describe that, um, and I, I just hold a lot of resentment and anger towards being this person that judged others for having dense emotions, and so when other people judge me for having dense emotions, I feel so sad for myself and for the other person not allowing themselves to feel those dense emotions the same way I judged others for having dense emotions. And I apologized to one of my friends and I was like, hey, you know what? This is a few years ago, but I, I feel like we need to bring it up and just speak about it so our connection can be more transparent. And in the past, you were going through really heavy depression and I judged you for that and that was not fucking okay for me to do because I thought that that density of your emotions was going to become contagious and I thought that depression was going to take me over if I didn't show you the more positive light way but now I want to embrace all of you I want to love all of you and that I don't need to be anything and you don't need to be anything other than where you are and who you are and I want to meet you within every emotion and I don't want your body to just be a calloused hole for you to judge yourself but I want you to know that I embrace you to the deepest part that I possibly can and if I can't I will try to express that and all of this is just like falling off I, I feel like this layer of like wax is falling off my body where when I just express these things to the interwebs and I let others know that it's okay to feel all this density as well and so now like I have a really hard time asking for help I thought that asking for help was a sign of weakness and so I remember one time when I lived with a friend and this was only like four months ago where I was processing through a lot of emotions but I kind of felt judged um, for feeling the density of my emotions. I 
did not express my emotions needing a hug or needing to be heard out. Instead, I just silently cried in their living room with their dog. And that looked very embarrassing for me. Um, and it makes me sad that I didn't have the bravery to ask for help, but I didn't feel safe enough to ask for help within that. And, um, and yeah, I could literally talk about all this stuff and my the sadness that I have for past versions of me and the excitement that I have for future me and um, the curiosities that I have within within everything um, and all of this unfolding cosmic wild love story that is you that is me that is us this tango it also takes two to tango so if you're just blame others um, look within and see where maybe you have messed up and reconcile with that nobody wants to do that because especially gaslighters and narcissists they already think they're bad people subconsciously and that's why when you tell them they're wrong or bad their whole life crumbles and so they will scream they will yell they will physically mentally or emotionally abuse you because they don't want to admit because that's something they already believe within themselves and so I'm learning compassion on that not compassion for them but compassion for myself that if I belittled myself in order for them to abuse me I no longer need to feel guilty for those emotions that I can just be like I was trying to protect myself and I've abandoned myself a million and one times in order to receive an ounce of love and I think that's what the name of this podcast might be um is abandoning myself a million and one times to receive that ounce and that sprig and that that little tiny sliver of love because a little tiny bit of love and more abuse is better than no love at all so I'm learning and I'm loving and I'm hurting and I'm mourning and I'm grieving and again after saying it this a million and one times you're messy you're out there you're weird and that's fucking beautiful about you and I wish I could go to every human in the world and have a connective forehead moment where I grab you by the face and I put my forehead to yours and I and I tell you, you are okay as you are. All of you is welcome here. Don't be afraid to ask for help. You know, honor your friend's tears, kiss scars. And it's okay to not be okay. It's okay to be just the way you are. So thank you for listening to the density of my heart being cracked open in this moment um and so yeah again i'm hesitant to even post this for not showing up in this way of a perfect podcaster but i am i am me and you are you and i love you and i'll talk to you when i talk to you bye